I wish to discuss the Mike Flynn situation first because it's getting all sorts of buzz out there. And I just find that the takes very interesting. And, and if you'll allow me to be analytical about it, uh, let me read you first how Fox News is covering it. This is from Greg Ray. Uh, headline, FBI discussed interviewing Michael Flynn, quote, to get him to lie and, quote, uh, get him fired. Handwritten notes show. Explosive new internal FBI documents unsealed Wednesday show that top bureau officials discussed their motivations for interviewing then-National Security Advisor Michael Flynn in the White House in January 2017 and openly questioned if their goal was to get him to lie so we can prosecute him or get him fired. The handwritten notes written by the FBI's former head of counterintelligence, Bill Priestaff, after a meeting with then-FBI Director James Comey and then-FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe, Fox News is told, further suggested that agents planned in the alternative to get Flynn to admit to breaking the Logan Act, where he spoke to then-Russian Ambassador Sergei Kislyak, during the presidential transition period. The Logan Act is an obscure statute that has never been used in a criminal prosecution. Enacted in 1799 in an era before telephones, it was intended to prevent individuals from falsely claiming to represent the United States government abroad. What is our goal? One of the notes read, truth slash admission or to get him to lie so we can prosecute him or get him fired. If we get him to admit to breaking the Logan Act, give facts to DOJ plus have them decide, another note read, constitutional law professor Jonathan Turley called the document's implications chilly. Sorry, important person texting. The document indicates that the agents at least discussed the merits of a by-the-book approach. If we're seen as playing games, White House will be furious. The bombshell materials strongly suggested the agents weren't truly concerned about Flynn's intercepted contacts with Kislyak during the presidential transition period, except as a pretext. Former President Obama personally had warned the Trump administration against hiring Flynn and made clear he was not a fan. Obama fired Flynn as head of the Defense Intelligence Agency in 2014. The Justice Department turned over the documents this week, even though a February 2018 standing order in the case from United States District Court for the District of Columbia, Emmett Sullivan, required the government to turn over any exculpatory materials in its possession that pertained to Flynn. Now, Fox News is told even more exculpatory documents are forthcoming as Attorney General Bill Barr continues to oversee the DOJ's investigation. That's the Fox News take on this. Now, let me read you the Politico take. It, it's as if it's from another world. Uh, Natasha Bertrand is on this, and Natasha Bertrand has become notorious on the Internet for, for her uh, seething contempt of the Trump administration. So you can imagine that the telling Yeah, I, I read you as much of the Fox News article as you needed to know, so I'm going to do the same with the Politico article so you get a sense of how this is being handled in the media. Newly released documents about the origins of the criminal case against former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn show that the FBI officials feared that the new Trump White House might view the Bureau as playing games if it sought to interview him without disclosing exactly what it was up to. 
The four pages of records provided to Flynn's defense attorneys last week and unsealed on Wednesday by a federal judge reflect internal brainstorming at the FBI in January 2017 about how to approach the politically explosive investigation into Flynn's contact with the Russian ambassador weeks earlier during the presidential transition. Flynn's lawyers and supporters said the notes and emails were a smoking gun, evidence that he was railroaded by FBI officials intended on bringing him down. But defenders of the FBI's handling of the investigation said the records showed thorough and thoughtful deliberations about how to handle an exquisitely sensitive inquiry into the president's top national security aide just days into a new administration. One page of handwritten notes dated the same day Flynn was interviewed, January 24, 2017, appears to show a debate about how forthcoming to be with him or others at the White House about the nature of the FBI investigation. If we're seen as playing games, the White House will be furious, the note said. Protect our institution by not playing games. The notes also reflect deliberations about whether confronting Flynn with a lie in real time would be helpful to the investigation. What is our goal? Truth? Admission? Or to get him to lie so we can prosecute him or get him fired, the note read. The public court filings that led to U.S. District Court Judge Emmett Sullivan's order on Wednesday unsealing the records did not indicate who authored the handwritten notes. However, they appear to bear the initials of E.W. Bill Priestap, the head of the FBI's counterintelligence division at the time, and relate to a meeting with the Bureau's then-deputy director, Andrew McCabe, now a CNN contributor. McCabe was the one who ultimately called Flynn that day to ask him to meet with two FBI agents, Peter Strzok and Joe Pintka. One issue the FBI officials considered was whether to show Flynn that they already knew details of the conversations with Sergei Kislyak, the Russian ambassador to the U.S. at the time. The knowledge came from court-ordered intercepts of the ambassador's communications, but those details are redacted from the record that was released on Wednesday. Now, I mean, two stories on the same topic, and yet... They take completely different approaches and views of it. What's going on here? Well, there are partisans on the right and partisans on the left, and, and they're in the news. The partisans on the left work at Politico. The partisans on the right work at, at Fox News. What's actually happening here? So here's my understanding of what actually went on. The FBI wanted to either get Flynn to acknowledge that he was trying to undermine Obama administration policies prior to the opening of, of um, opening of the Trump administration's days by reaching out to Kislyak during the transition and and completely scuttling Trump administ- or Obama administration stuff in the run up to the Trump administration coming on, or did they want to allow him to lie? and deny it when they had the transcripts? Of course, he's a smart guy; he would have known. And therefore, uh, entrap him so that they could prosecute him. Essentially, did they want him to admit he was trying to undermine the Obama administration? Or did they want to allow him to lie and prosecute him? It's not that they were setting him up. It's how they wanted to steer the uh, how they wanted to steer the investigation. Did they want to reveal all of what they had to him up front? or reveal so much, and this is key here, pay attention to this part, did they want to reveal so much that he would presume they revealed everything, but they still held back a smoking gun and tried to ensnare him in a lie so they could prosecute him? 
Now, the partisans at Politico say this is perfectly acceptable. This is all part of the investigation. This was not the FBI behaving badly. Uh, the, the partisans at Fox News and on the right with, with the Trump administration would say, this is terrible. You need to pardon Flynn. A lot of us are saying, why, why did Flynn plead guilty? But ultimately, there's this. Uh, I am sympathetic to the reading that these were just FBI agents doing their job, zealously trying to advocate uh, a prosecution of someone they didn't like. But that's kind of the problem, is it not? They went into this not liking Mike Flynn. They went into this not liking Donald Trump. They went into this believing that Donald Trump was collaborating with the Russians. I mean, uh, what, what the political leaves out of their story is, is that Priestap had these conversations with Andrew McCabe and James Comey, both of whom were already under the belief that Donald Trump was some sort of collaborator with the Russians, which we now know from the Mueller investigation that wasn't true. So they went in already convinced of the guilt of Mike Flynn. And they then wanted to build a case that made it airtight. Oddly enough, wanting to use the Logan Act to go after Mike Flynn. The Logan Act is an act that gets trotted out every campaign season uh, as someone purporting to work on behalf of the U.S. government. The Logan Act has never been enforced, and it is arguably unconstitutional. And it's also premised on the idea that one might actually be able to convey to someone else that they're on behalf of the president. The Logan Act came about in the uh, late 1700s as there were people trying to cut deals with the French. After we, it looked like we were going to be at war with Britain again. People were going, trying to cut deals and claiming to work on behalf of George Washington. And they weren't. And there was no telegram service. It took weeks to get a ship across the Atlantic to say otherwise. And so they passed the Logan Act, making that prohibited. Well, nowadays, you've got, you can pick up a phone. You can get real-world access, and you also have television broadcasts. You can say, huh, this person doesn't actually work in the White House. Uh, Probably they aren't working on behalf of the president of the United States, but hey, they are working on behalf of a presidential transition team of a new administration with new ideas. Perhaps we should be able to talk to them. The, The idea that the FBI wanted to premise this on the Logan Act to begin with is stupid. I mean, it's stupid on stilts. They should be fired just for taking the Logan Act seriously. But there's the other thing here as well is I understand the zealous nature of these investigators, but they're investigators. They're not prosecutors. I don't believe the grand elaborate machinations of some of what the Trump supporters say. But you don't have to believe that to recognize that the the U.S. Uh, judges who were in charge of the of the wiretaps the, the and the national security surveillance uh, the FISA court that's what I'm looking for the FISA court the FISA court has already said that the FBI had been lying to them to get some of these wiretaps and left out key evidence. You don't have to be a Trump partisan to recognize that these guys are investigators. Their job is to try to get to the truth. Their job is not to try to entrap people. And you can say, well, that's what the FBI does. Well, the FBI is not there to serve as a tool of the U.S. attorney to get prosecution. The FBI is Federal Bureau of Investigation, not FBP, the Federal Bureau of Prosecution. They're there to investigate. So why would they hold information on the table to try to get someone to lie so that that person can be prosecuted? Because that's what the notes say, that that was their contemplation. That should never have been a contemplation of the FBI. 
They said don't play a game, protect the institution, but that's playing a game. That's playing a game with someone's life. Take the Trump administration out of this situation. You know, I I have refused to go down the rabbit holes of a lot of the conspiracy theorists of the hardcore Trump supporters because so much of it doesn't make sense. Yes, uh, the the truth is Christopher Steele worked with the Democrats and Hillary Clinton to build a dossier on Donald Trump. He was a foreign operative. He relied on spies, and a lot of the stuff is made up. I I do not think it was a collaboration with the Obama administration to build the dossier or anything like that. There's no evidence of that. There's never been evidence of that. There's certainly evidence that people who knew it was in the dossier then leaked to the Obama administration. They became concerned and took it to the FBI, and the FBI began building cases. And, hey, look, Mike Flynn got caught up in it. There are reasonable ways to approach this beyond the cuckoo for cocoa cuff conspiracy theories, and too many people on the right are going down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole right now. But even if you take the political reporting and not the Fox News reporting, the reporting most sympathetic to the FBI still makes the FBI look bad. An investigator should not be withholding evidence when trying to get to the truth to try to entrap a guy into lying so that they can prosecute him. And that's what the FBI did. And we now know there is a pattern within this FBI run by James Comey, not by Mueller, but by James Comey and by Andrew McCabe to allow the investigators to dabble in not telling the truth so that they could get big prosecutions to essentially justify the perp walk and earn their keep. And that's not how the FBI should be working. That's the problem here. You can take a reasonable approach and say, listen, Mike Flynn did something he should not have done. And he made promises to the Russians that had not been authorized by President-elect Donald Trump. And that could put Donald Trump in a uh, sticky position. And we now know he lied to the vice president about those conversations. That is, at heart, what happened here. The FBI claims Sally Yates, remember her, the former uh, acting attorney general who quit and is now a a Democratic um, just, just celebrity? went to the vice president, this is what caused Mike Flynn to get fired, that he lied to the vice president about his contacts with the Russians. We know he did lie to the vice president about his contacts with the Russians. That's not in dispute by anybody, including the vice president and the president. But is that worth sending him to jail when ultimately we know the FBI was out to try to get him prosecuted by withholding their own information? I mean, that's the thing, is is Flynn withheld information from the vice president and denied something he should have admitted. The FBI's just done the exact same thing with Mike Flynn.